It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Hello and welcome to the Best Supporting After Show where we continue to clean out all things Best Supporting Actress. We sometimes, including today, talk about awards and nominations. Every once in a while we talk, we, we play some games. Uh, we talk about some things that we've watched. We uh, clean out on a BSA of the week and then uh, we grab our purses and we grab our hats and we hit the road. And uh, I'm still Colin. And I'm still Nick. And now this episode is coming out on Friday, but just a little bit of movie magic for anyone listening. We are recording this on Tuesday, which is hot on the heels of the Emmy nominations. It's fresh. I'm still super buzzing. fresh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, obviously that is at the, the heart and soul of what we want to talk about today. But first things first, how are you? I'm well. I'm trying to uh-huh. think of anything exciting or momentous in my life, but really, it's it's all Emmys today. I mean, I woke up. Yeah. Our power went out twice today, right in the middle of Emmy nominations, which I didn't know came out. It was like 11.30 Eastern, which I feel like is unusual. I feel like I thought they were like 5 a.m. or something like that. Right. 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 Yeah. I feel like there's always the cliche of somebody getting a phone call at like 4.30 yes. in the morning. Pretending like yeah. they don't care. And they're like, oh, right. today... Yeah, oh, right. oh gosh yeah and but it was you funny to your makeup on yeah <laughs> yeah it was interesting because jasmine cephas jones mispronounced like so many names and i kind of oh, loved God. it though because there were all these like white people <laughs> she right i think she said she said um instead of uh ad bryant she said ada bryant and then instead of jason sudeikis uh jason sudeikis I think that's what she said. Oh, boy. Which was, it was great. Though. I mean, I, I feel bad that, like, it's fine. It's like for all the white people that, like, have pronounced, you know, people of color's names for years, uh, yeah. you know. Her name. Get her yeah. jade. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. How many variations on safest that she's heard? Yeah. Yes, yes. So, uh, but other than that, it's uh, it's been a good day. And uh, mm-hmm. happy Friday to everyone, even though it's Tuesday today when we're recording. That's all yes. I got. How about you? Oh, I'm good. I mean, granted, it is Tuesday, and so by Friday, this week could have gone totally pear-shaped. But I am doing great. I got to tell you, I am uh, a month and a half into retirement, you know, semi-retirement, temporary retirement. This isn't the rest of my life. And the 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 lack of stress is yeah. phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. I... You know, it, it is starting to sink into, like, lack of stress is starting to, to seep into lack of purpose. I do need to kind of <laughs> show up for life a little bit more. Do some balancing. But, um, but you yeah, went, a little you balancing. You had a busy week last week, I feel. You were out I and about. I did. Yeah, I've been, like, surprisingly social. I did not expected this summer. I suddenly have, like, you know, new friends. I have, like, a bunch of new friends. 
I, I don't know how the fuck it happened. That's yeah. cool, though. I think uh, maybe that's your, you know, your your Hulu show. It's going to be called Social instead of Special. Right, right. And hopefully it won't get canceled after two seasons and it might get yes. at least one Emmy nomination. I yeah. know. Um, but yeah, go figure. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been really uh, it's been really lovely. So uh, I've, uh, I, of course have watched nearly nothing, you know, uh, know, I've watched a lot of like old movies and a lot of garbage, but for the most part, I've watched, you know, nearly nothing of interest, but it has been so nice to just flop on the couch and watch videos and movies all day. Yeah, I feel like at first, and I'm sure you went through this, if I had that much time off, like even if I was like a teacher and had the summer off and I didn't have kids, you know, and Mm -hmm. I just had like the whole three summers ahead of me, I would still keep thinking that I have to go to back, go back to work on Mondays. Like, how are your Sundays? Do they, do they feel different? Like Sunday evenings? I'm sure now they feel great. Yeah. I mean, certainly no more Sunday scaries. You know, it's interesting because Sundays are, you know, all right, Mary days. And so they've, they've kind of always been that where it's like at some point in the morning, I need to then, you know, rewatch the episodes and take notes and, you know, rewatch anything else that we're going to record because we record, you know, usually two episodes. And so, like, I've got, you know, watching and notes taking and, and kind of prepping any sort of, you know, other stuff and then recording the episodes and then editing them. So, like, my Sundays are pretty much taken up. Um, Sundays and Tuesdays are pretty much taken up all day with podcasting, which is nice. And so it does give some structure. So while Sundays, you know, it's not the same Sunday scaries. I do have that sense of like, okay, Sunday is a work day. Tuesday is a work day. Monday might be some like either editing or prep for best supporting podcast. Yeah. Um, and then Tuesdays, I also record All Right, Mary. So uh, this is the fourth podcast episode I've recorded today. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I've recorded a recap of Drag Race España. I've recorded an Only Mary's check-in um, Ooh, that I are both those. out by the time this episode is out. Yeah, it'll be a little, you know, a little update on Johnny's trip to Mexico. And Yeah. Um, oh, that'll be fun. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what I talked about. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot. And But then, you know, then later in the week by, like, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, everything, you know, chills out again. And so that's – the point being my week has a new structure to it, you know? Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I know that that was that's pretty much what everyone had tuned in to hear about. Uh, so <laughs> you all can drop off here. We're just going to talk about the Emmy nominations now. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Um, so uh, talk to me. What we, I mean, I, there, I, I, we don't need to talk about every single category because, you know, uh, there's only some that I care about the most. But yes. uh What's your overall, what's your, what's your takeaways? Um, I'm generally really thrilled, actually. I, I mean, I, there's so many, I mean, we'll get to the category of all categories. We could save that one oh, for last because it, yeah. it sends, uh, you know, I had to take my Apple watch off because my pulse was, it was getting, my heart oh. rate was getting too high. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Siri's like, should I call a doctor? Yeah. I know. Yeah. But before we, we, we get to that or even start I, the snubs and surprises, I, I sort of skimmed a couple articles because it, it always happens. Like I get excited about everything that's right in front of me and I'm like, wait, what are we not seeing here? What did we right. forget? And the, the one there's like a longer list than what I'm going to mention too. But like, I was, I was surprised 
And yet, not surprised. I don't know that Girls 5 Eva was not nominated. You know, it's a Peacock show. It's got some... A good pedigree, I would say, and some great actresses. And, you know, Paula Pell. Put Paula Pell on the list, at least. Yeah. Um, You know, Renee Elise Goldsberry got a nom for Hamilton. So she is, she got hers, you know. But um, I know Mm -hmm. that was a little bit of a surprise. But also, I don't know... Is it a detriment that it that it's on Peacock and not on NBC? Maybe, who knows? I mean, I think that's a you know, and I'm sure there have been people who have had much more in depth or researched conversations on this than I ever could. But you know, as more shows are premiering on Paramount Plus and Peacock and yeah. Apple TV and all of that, like the distribution changes, and so I wonder how that affects recognition when it's like even Hulu, where it's like, you know. I guess you could, you know, watch all of these, you know, subscriptions on one computer, but it's different, you know, than just like watching, oh, I'm going to change the channel and I'm going to watch this show. You know, you know what I mean? Like everything feels more siloed when it's a paid subscription per site versus like, oh, this is on channel, you know, this is on ABC, this is on HBO, whatever, you know? Yeah, I... I was rooting for Girls Five Eva. I have not. I have not gone back to finish the season. So like that in itself says says something. You know, like I liked the mm. pilot. I felt good about the ladies. Uh, it's weird that I didn't follow through. So maybe you know, maybe that's an, a little assignment for me this week. But uh, the other, yeah. you know, the aforementioned uh, special, unfortunately, did not get any love. Any question mark? Any like not even special for writing or any. Because I guess last year, maybe not last year or the year, you know, the first season, it was considered like a, I don't, I'm not even going to try to remember what category, but it was one of those special like short series under 15, you know, because it was 15 minutes. They Mm -hmm. were, and it was a certain amount of episodes and I'm sure there's like all these rules and it got nominated for writing and it probably maybe, I'm just going to go out, go out on a limb and say it got nominated for like best version of that category. Um, I think there were nominations in some respect for I think both Poonam Patel and Jessica Hecht. I I'm pretty sure there were some. You know what? Let's, God invented this amazing thing called IMDb, and <laughs> I have been using it because since yeah. I while you look it young. up, I'll just you yeah. know I'll I'll uh, I'll stall here because I She's I was vamping. surprised that. You know, a show like that, much like maybe like a Pen15 that got like a little bit of a promotion this year, mm-hmm. is, is usually they throw them a bone for writing or um, short form series. Maybe that just popped in my head. Short form right. something. Um, um, you know, they just updated the design of IMDb's pages. And so they really, I'm like, this is not the IMDb that I know. <laughs> and so when I ask you to show me awards, and there we go, awards and nominations, you know, they they've they think they've they think they've done something here, but they've just made my life harder. Okay, so in 2019, they were nominated for. Outs- you are not. You are not incorrect, sir. Okay. Uh, these were all nominations, but it was short form comedy. Uh, so, uh, outstanding actress in a short form comedy or drama: Jessica Hecht, uh, Poonam Patel. Uh, the the entire series was nominated, and then uh, Ryan was nominated. Uh, for actor um so i guess does that not does that category not exist anymore it does but now the special is a half hour i think it's in the big league so it didn't unfortunately stand oh. up to 
all of these other yeah so i i think it absolutely has to do with the lengths of the episode it has to because short form long form that's so interesting oh i my 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 brain is yeah like i guess that's the risk of of going bigger is now you're uh, a smaller fish in a big pond yeah yeah look out emily in paris oh. we'll, we'll get to that but uh so yeah no special um and then i guess for me you know there was some first of all nicole kidman didn't get nominated for the undoing but i i did not see it are you surprised by this or you're like yeah that's that's fine no by i mean especially that category of of limited series by the time yeah. we got to nominations time it was like there were so many other miniseries that had completely outdone the undoing that i was not surprised in the least <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I thought I'd mention that real quick. But I, in my heart of hearts, I was just like, you know, I was just rooting for the girls of Pen15 for some acting nomination. I know. I know it was a stretch, but Maya got nominated for writing, and it's just her that got nominated, I believe, for play, the, uh, one of our favorite episodes. Oh, I didn't yes. realize that. Oh, that's fabulous. Okay, yeah, well, that's... they're not... Go ahead. Oh, no, I just I didn't realize that they had gotten more than just the, the comedy series nomination. Yeah, I, so Play got nominated, and because uh, they don't put, unfortunately, they don't put, like, the writing, it's not it's not cool enough to list with all the yeah. other acting nominations, but... What do writers um, do? Yeah. yeah, but I saw the Pen15 um, uh, Instagram account, and I said, that's how I found out. Oh, well, that's, I mean, considering how many shows are out there, uh, the glut of content there is. Pen15, the, the fact that it's in the mix for comedy series, I think is is a win. I mean, uh, I yes. know it's not going to win. I know it's not going to win, but it's just an honor to see it nominated. Yeah, I was really excited about that. I mean, we could talk, do you want to talk about like the outstanding comedy, outstanding drama series, like the series before the the nitty gritty. Maybe that's a good. Uh, what else do you have to say? I guess I'll leave it open. Yeah, I mean, I you know I think most of last. my yeah most of my thoughts are probably in obviously all of the the acting categories that we care about. I mean, in terms of series, you know, I uh, we can talk about it after, but I did watch finally. I think we both finally watched Ted Lasso. Um, I watched the first episode of it, so I do have at least some, I can, I can finally give some informed thoughts on that. Um, but you know, and certainly like to see the flight attendant represented so much, I mean, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to watch the Kaminsky method, so I could never weigh in on it. I just don't, it's one of those shows where I'm like... I'm never gonna watch this. It's yeah, just never it's gonna happen. For like our dads, I, you know, exactly. It's like, Ugh, it's like I don't have a recliner big enough for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like the. It feels like the Irishman to me. You know what I mean? That movie, right? Yeah, not, I'm Departed. Never watch it. I'm sure they're great. Yeah. Love, love you, but uh, you know. Yeah, uh, of all the things that I need to watch, yeah, yes, um, and yes, of course, Emily in Paris did get. An Emmy nomination because I feel bad for it at this point too because it's right. such a scapegoat for like everyone's anger. <laughs> yeah, it's the Anne Hathaway of nominations. I yeah. know. I just think of her. I don't know why. I just think of her and not like everyone yeah. else on that. Uh, it's like it's all her fault. That lead actress, right? She did it. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, but I feel that that's just a money thing more than anything. And yeah. uh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, 
at least Hacks was nominated, which wasn't a surprise. Of course, that is another show that I know that you have not had the opportunity to finish. Uh, I much did like not Girls Five Ever. I, I would, given the Hacks protocol, I would say finish Hacks first. But I can't tell you how to live your life. Obviously. I feel like I did watch. I watched one, maybe two more episodes. Actually, I can't remember what happened recently though but i did watch at least one i'm i'm, I'm making okay. my way i i All will right. say because i know it's going to come into the conversation uh now and a little bit later uh i finished season one of ted lasso i finished it all oh wow okay I have so many things and i i will restrain myself but i also want to like talk about Especially the I, I know we well I'll I'll just um, let's I'll, do it. You know what I was just thinking. Yeah. I it's it's such a big nominee this year yeah. that we would have to hopscotch around it so many times. I would love you know as we're leading in, considering that Ted Lasso is nominated in, in so many times in so many categories. I think given that we have avoided watching it for so many weeks, if not months, I think now is the time. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso, an Emmy titan uh do you feel it is deserved what are your thoughts on ted lasso i love ted lasso <laughs> i'm i wish um you know eventually i i i definitely feel like an episode will be in order um mm-hmm. for these women but also these men these queens on this show are so delightful and so wonderful to watch and like are have have dominated the supporting actor in a comedy series. There are four of them, which is crazy. And I was so I'm I'm happy for all of them. Every single person on that list, I am just like, oh, it's just like a warm hug. It, it's very much, you know, nothing's ever gonna be Shit's Creek. But if there's something, you know, like a if you like Shit's Creek, you might want to watch Ted Lasso. It's it's the perfect recommendation. Um, I mean, obviously, you watch the pilot, and you you're you there's a familiarity for sure, but it it's um, I can't wait for you to discover like more of what these characters bring to this show, and like the actors in the show, and just like how beautiful it is, and how positive it is, but also it's a sports show at the end of the day, and I'm like, it's like a league of their own, where it's a movie, or in this case, a show about sports. But it's so much more than that. And I just loved it. Wow. All right. I mean, I I, I bought my Apple Plus, you know, a yeah. subscription. I watched the first episode. And I was like, okay, this is great. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it right off the bat. And, there, and, and this is all me. This is not, like, I don't disagree mm-hmm. with anything you're saying. I bet if I keep watching, I'm going to yes. get over this. But there was this part of me that was like, don't, like, Stop being a feel-good show. Just be a feel-good show. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, s- sure. Stop. Don't mug for the camera all the feel-goods. Just be it. Just be a feel Like, like Shit's Creek was like, oh, by the way, I'm a feel-good show. Whereas, yeah. like, Ted, Ted Lasso's like, hey, I'm here to hug you. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Sure, you know, like, sure. I love it. Like, on one hand, it's perfect. It's like everything I want. And on the other hand, I'm like, don't you dare give me everything I want, you know? Yes. Um, so I think I'll get over it very quickly, but it was this weird immediate reaction where I was like, and I think this is also like, I have to be such a hipster and not like anything that other people like. Yep. So it's like, oh, really, Ted Lasso, do I really like this? So I'm just, I'm being a nudge. Give me like, 
give me a minute now like i'll this week i'm gonna watch more of it but um i think part of the problem and this is not ted lasso's fault is that because it's on apple tv you can't use chromecast to cast it to the television (laughs) i'm like i'm like google apple you girls need to work through this on your own time not my time Because I don't want to watch this on my laptop like a college freshman. So so that's kind of where I'm at with Ted Lasso. um, Give me a minute. I'll get there. I'm just an old crab. I think you will. And I I would agree with what you're saying about I think they really lean into the fish out of water situation in episode one um, and pour it on a little thick. Uh, Okay. But then – Things start to get a little bit more nuanced and a little bit like there's some I don't there's some intense I shouldn't say intense, but like, uh, you know, it's it's it's, it might not be Alexis, you know, and Ted at the diner. But like it's it's you get those moments. You definitely get those moments. And um, it becomes much less about Ted, you know, and just like how much he doesn't fit in and more about like how he's impacting the lives of all these people. So. Um, I, I can't wait for you to like see certain moments and certain women and, uh, and the men, the men are so great. And like, oh Oh. my gosh, that, that soccer team. Oh, (laughs) I will say that that one guy, the mean one, I'm sure he gets nicer, but the mean one in the first episode, Jamie Tart, Oh, oh my God. He is just, I was like, you could kick me in the shins. Like I just, (laughs) Metaphorically, I guess. Sure. Yeah. He's a, um, he's a little he's, shit, but he's yeah. he was unfortunately not nominated. I think he's really the only. Oh, um, I was wondering of the guy four of the them. Bunch. Yeah. So the, yeah. the the people, if you can remember um, remember them, um, the guy who plays um, and it's it's funny because I binged this all week. I'm gonna pull this up so I can actually have a point of reference here. But um, so the guy who plays Coach, they call him Coach Beard. It's like um, oh, Ted yeah. Lasso. Oh, yeah, I like him. He's yeah. great. His name is mm-hmm. Brendan Hunt. Jeremy Swift, who plays Higgins, who is, uh, you know, Rebecca's, like, nerd. That's, like, who I'd play in Ted Lasso. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Oh, I love him. Oh, yeah. Higgins is His great. little... Yeah, her little, her little sidekick. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent, who's the captain of the team, who, like... Um, I'm, try- I'm trying to think of what he does in the first episode, but he's like the other main guy on the team, I guess. Uh, he- and he'll definitely play a bigger role. Okay. And then I'll, the one I was I'll most excited for is Nick Muhammad, who plays Nate. Who I remember plays him. The water boy. Yeah. Colin. <laughs> Prepare okay. Yourself. He is such a goose. I I can't wait. I okay. can't wait for you to see and. Uh, I'm so glad Juno Temple got nominated, too, because she is so good in this. I mean, I know that, like, Hannah Waddingham is is most likely going to win, but I don't know. I Okay. I It's uh, it's a close one, but I, I loved it. I loved it. Can't wait for you to see more. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I will definitely, by next episode, I will see more, and then we will do a, uh, season one of Ted Lasso. Yeah. Um, focus yeah that'll be fun um you know just because we mentioned so much about you know we're we're now in the supporting actor category a little bit just in some of what you're talking about uh especially these four men one of their 
uh, tight competition is one Miss Bowen Yang. I know. Saturday Night Live. I, uh. I, I, I was just like, oh, like you are an Emmy nominee, Bowen Yang. That is so exciting. It's the best. It's the best news I saw on. I think Matt Rogers is. Uh, Instagram just like a video of the, all of them celebrating and like you know popping champagne mm-hmm. and just being goofballs and I was just so so happy a lot of this is rumored to go to Keenan Thompson for Saturday sure. Night Live like at least that's what Gold Tur- Gold Turby <laughs> Gold Turby Gold Turby I was looking at who's Kenan like least Thompson. likely to win yeah <laughs> Um, old Turby. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, gold turkey. But we'll see. Yeah. I mean, there. I think one of the cool things about these categories is there's so many ways that the vote can sort of be split in a way. Yeah. And I love that. I also love that Carl Clemens Hopkins was nominated for Hacks. Yeah. I love him. Um, he's delicious and he's great on Hacks. And I, I was just so... This is one of my favorite categories, to be honest. It's like the Ted Lasso, Bone Yang, Carl Clemens... Yeah. Uh, vehicle <laughs> it's a nice it's a it's a nice little pack of nominees it is. uh it is. yeah especially for a bunch of men uh now meanwhile supporting actress in a comedy series uh we also have three snl ladies we have ad bryant kate mckinnon and cecily strong yes. uh as well as juno and hannah from ted and uh hannah einbinder from hacks uh, and of course, Rosie Perez from yeah, the flight attendant. Rosie got in there. Rosie got in there. Now, here's the crazy thing. I think they had to do this so they weren't stacked against each other. But I do not see Hannah Einbinder as a supporting character of Hacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they had She's to make that very decision. much a lead. But yeah, I think they just didn't want to pit her and Jean against each other. I I think that she's great. I. I don't know what to think. I mean, I think whenever there's a lot of SNL girls, SNL ladies, excuse me, um, I always feel like I'm, I, I have a, uh, I'm not, I can't put my finger on that pulse. But I think it's probably going to be Hannah Waddingham. But who knows? Maybe Juno Temple. She was a delight in the first episode. I'll give her that. Yeah, she's definitely, and she has some great moments. Oh my lord, I I can't wait. I hope I'm not building it up too much. I mean, I I no, I, but it is I, the great. Val- the validation that the first episode is maybe a l- the, a ladled on a little too heavy is all I need to know. That okay, great. I just want to make sure that I'm not the only one feeling that way, and then it'll ease up, you know. Yeah, and I would say like it doesn't go away forever. There's some times where I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. Sure. Uh-huh. So like, I I don't think it's strictly just the first episode, but for for all of the you know the sprinkling in of that. For the rest of the season, um, you get some really great stuff. So there's that. Well, you know, listen, I have endured the Connors, so it can't be. I was going to say than that. Yeah. <laughs> so all things considered, uh, could I be think worse. You'll love it. I think you'll really yeah. love it. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for the SNL uh, gals. Ad Bryan's a double nominee. Uh, this yeah, year, which is so great and so cool. So let's let's use that as a transition to lead actress in a comedy series, um, because yeah, Aidy Bryant has been nominated for Shrill, which I haven't seen the third season of, but I believe is the final season. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to watch that, I, and I haven't seen. I watched season two, one and two, a long time ago, so I don't remember too much, but I remember really enjoying it. So, um, yeah. 
Callie Cuoco from The yes. Flight Attendant, uh, Allison Janney from Mom, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, and of course, one Mademoiselle Jean Smart for Hacks. I, you know, listen, I don't really watch Blackish. I know that Tracy Ellis Ross, I think, has won in the past and often gets nominated, so I assume she's great, but I can't weigh in on it. Ditto Mom. Yeah, I will say that Tracy Ellis Ross does not have an Emmy Award, which is crazy. Oh, okay. Because I, 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 I think the re- I'm, I, I'm fairly confident without looking at IMDb because I feel like I would, I would have remembered her speech. I feel like she would really deliver. Oh, you are um, a speech queen. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I am a speech queen. I love that. Hashtag speech queen. Um, speech queen. But I will say, oh, I lost my, where was it? Where was I here? Leading uh, actor. Oh, um. Yeah, I mean, I what were you going to say? You were like, I don't know about like, well, you, you know, like, it, making predictions, yeah. I guess what it comes down to is like for me it comes down to either Kelly Cuoco or Gene Smart, you know, like uh AD Bryant in third place and then I really don't know where to put Allison Janney and Tracy Ellis Ross, you know, just because I don't watch those shows. So, um I know that Allison Janney let mom is over and so like there's that, but like whatever, you know. Steve Carell didn't get a, an Emmy when he left the office, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Also, I know for a fact that Allison has at least one Emmy for Mom, maybe even two supporting Emmys. I think Emmys. you're right. So I think you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you're right. I. What do you think? Do you? Uh. I. I. I know you haven't finished Hacks. I don't want to bring that up too often, but. Uh, I know that that's something that is a treasure you are continuing to open. But um, just from what you've seen, what, do you think Do you think this is Gene Smart's category to win? Oh, that's I, – I mean, even with seeing – I'd say at least two-thirds of Hacks, I feel confident saying that too. It's like I, I'm rooting for Gene Smart. I don't know what it is. I, I, I Maybe she just – hasn't won something in a while, but Kelly Cuoco has not won anything really. So like, it's either going to be a sort of like star maker moment for Kelly, like winning that and just see, mm-hmm. you know, and it is like, I, 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 I just feel it's the same conversation that we, I feel like we've already had about like dramedy versus comedy, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, Gene like, Smart. I feel like hacks is more of a comedy than the flight attendant is maybe how I, and my, my thoughts there. Absolutely. I think if we were to look at like how how many funny notes does it play, like the flight attendant is more has some light moments, but it's pretty heavy, you know? Yeah. Um, it, I, I think it's it really kind of walks the line of comedy and drama to the point that I think it's a little bit more of a drama. But, you know, then it would be up, be up against the crown and we don't need that to happen. The so crown. the <laughs> yeah. crown. I also um, think. I, I I will say this. I'm I'm only seeing you know five slots for a lead actress in a comedy series. They had room for two more. They have seven, maybe eight in other categories. Best supporting that's, actor has eight nominees. So that's a great I mean, point. I put there Anna were a and, lot of nominees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anna and Maya in there. I don't know. Anyway, those are my thoughts. But I I'm yeah. rooting for. Um, I think I'm rooting for Gene. I think that would be a lot of fun. But I would not be upset if. Kelly won so there's yeah. that I think I'm in the same boat um, now maybe just uh, that is of course lead actress in a comedy series lead actress in a drama series 
is uh, does include Uzo Aduba in, in treatment, which I have seen uh, a goodly portion of. And it was great to see her again. But it's, uh, you know, I feel like it's probably going to be Emma Corrin's just given everything. But Emma Corrin, Olivia Coleman from The Crown, Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tale, uh, Journey Smollett from Lovecraft Country, and MJ Rodriguez for Pose, which I that feel is a really surprising inclusion. Really happy to see that. Same. I feel like she's been consistently doing good work since like season one. And it's a, it's a shame yeah. that she hasn't been nominated or really any of those, I guess, besides Billy Porter have right. been mentioned. But I, I do think that she is the heart of that show in many ways. And I, I, I mean, gosh, it's like the crown. Fine. The crown. Okay. Right. Good. Right. It's kind of exactly. how it's like the. Uh, what's the other? Uh, the Queen's Gambit fatigue. You know, I'm kind of getting yep. the crown fatigue at this point too. I'm I'm really glad that Uzo Duba got nominated. I think that's that's actually been on my short list for like. It just looks like a good. Is it like a remake of the one with like Diane Weist? You know what I mean? Same show. It's a it's a continuation of okay, it. So yeah. Whereas Uzo Duba is the um, therapist now instead of Gabriel Byrne, and so I don't think there's a connection to the past characters. It's just the same format, um, but I watched uh, I watched some of them, and because like you know the thing is like you can also just like watch one character story. Yeah. You don't have to, so you can kind of just pick and choose. But uh, she's great. I mean, she's really you know uh, she's great. But I'll, you know, not even having watched much of Pose, I just like I'm so happy to see the recognition. Yeah, uh, that I think it'd be awesome if she won. Uh, to, you know, that would because be crazy. Emma Corrin has enough awards, you know? Yeah, I mean, Uzo Aduba, also not a stranger to the Emmys. You know, she has one for Orange is the New Black. She got one for Mrs. America. Right, right. Um, In fact, yeah, Olivia, does she have one? I don't think she does. She's Um, got everything else. Yeah, yeah, she's got, she's already got a crown. Um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. I... It's like all signs point to Emma, but I'm a little bored by it. I would love to yeah. see a crazy twist like MJ mm-hmm. Rodriguez or Uzo or I mean, gosh, I mean, I know I haven't watched any of it past like season one, but Elizabeth Moss is always killing it in The Handmaid's right. Tale. And from what I hear, this last season was like her best. So, wow. Who knows? And I feel like she hasn't been nominated for the past few years, or maybe I just haven't been paying attention to her. So, so there's that. And I unfortunately don't watch Lovecraft Country, but um, yeah, I think that's great. yeah, I think that's not coming back for another season. So there's sort of oh, that yeah. sense of like, well, yeah, yes. Um, okay. So all right, so let's move on to uh, you know, I'll just mention. Granted, we don't we, we're not talking about men obviously too much, but just lead actor in a limited series or movie not only did we see the one nomination for the undoing for hugh grant but uh lin-manuel and leslie Odom jr were nominated for hamilton yeah i mean that opens up the whole can of worms of like hamilton it's so because i know i just read um johnny's tweet <laughs> before I think oh it was, yeah yeah and i it's like i never really i'm always excited for it but it just is a weird thing you know i just like yeah, the way that I've justified it to myself is that, like, it's not as if they just set up cameras and filmed a performance of it. That's they true. did a per- they they went in and filmed close ups and they filmed from different angles like they created a television production mm-hmm. of a show. And granted, they did it in a live theater fashion. But like, I, I think, OK, 
maybe the reason it feels weird is like this isn't something that happens very often and like i think it's something that should be happening far more often like i think of all of the theater that that is inaccessible to so many people like you think about it right like a broadway theater has I mean, you know, whatever, however many hundreds of seats and however many nights a week that it plays. And like even even a packed theater that like runs many weeks or many months is still a tiny fraction of the possible exposure that a show could get with a production like this on a Disney Plus or a Netflix or a Hulu or whatever. You know what I mean? And I think that. And and I, having seen Hamilton live and seeing this production, I didn't feel like anything was necessarily lost, if not was only gained by seeing this kind of production. So I fully support nominating Hamilton and endorsing this way of, of experiencing live theater and awarding it because I think it is totally valid. So I disagree with Johnny. I think this is totally valid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, as you were saying that, I'm trying to think back to other, like, I was like, what? Because I think of, like, you know, the the, the 1980-something re- recording of Into the Woods, you know, that they yep. filmed. Or mm-hmm. even, like, all of the PBS great performances of, like, Light in the Piazza and, like, South Pacific and, um, you know, things that have happened since then. It's, I think, maybe you're right. Hopefully this is uh, a sort of spark along the, you know this is what theater could be and why not share it with everyone in a way that can actually potentially maybe get nominated for Emmy awards. Like why not? And I think no other musical could have done that besides Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, I think it's in terms of breaking that ground, like it's, um, I think it's great. I just, I, I am all here for it. I mean, granted, do I think that, Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's your, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's where, okay, I agree with you there, yeah. Um, but that being said, it, it certainly does benefit us in another category. Yes. Um, now, lead actress in a limited series or movie uh, is certainly an exciting category because uh, we have some uh, predictable nominations for Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit. And Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision, which I should watch because I just feel like, I, for multiple reasons, obviously. Yeah. Um, the fabulous Cynthia Erivo in Genius, Aretha, which I, I have not seen yet. Uh, and then the two nominations I'm most excited for, Kate Winslet in Mayor of Easttown, and of course, Michaela Cole in I May Destroy You. Yeah. What was it, like I nine mean, nominations for I May Destroy You or something? Or maybe oh, I made that number up. I might have made that right. up. Right. It's certainly a lot. It certainly, it got, there was, uh, you know, I, there was a more recognition than I expected, but, yes. um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, limited series or movie, I think this year is such an interesting category. I mean, Hamilton being part of it, right? Like what an interesting category and what a range from Hamilton to WandaVision to I May Destroy You to Mayor of Easttown. I mean, like, you know, to, to, um, you know, the uh, Underground Railroad. I mean, like, there's so many mm-hmm. others that weren't nominated. Like, there's so many great miniseries that have come out. Uh, and I just, I don't know, I love that. I, and, and I wonder if there's any correlation between streaming platforms and miniseries at a, as a format, you know? Yeah, I feel, I feel they pair well together, if that makes yeah. sense. Like what you were yeah. saying about, um, um, what were we saying? Oh, uh, 
Girls 5 ever, mm-hmm. you know, kind of being on a streaming platform will not, like, hit the same as... I don't know. I'm I'm more... Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I'm more susceptible to watch a limited series and stream it and binge it and be done with it than I would be maybe a Girls 5 ever. I don't know why. It's the same thing. Well, I think I think what you just said right there is a really interesting point, is the way we consume shows now is typically by binging them. Yeah. And so miniseries are these easy binges. They're like, great, and I have a sense of completion. I finished a movie or I finished a miniseries. And you move on to the next one versus like trying to keep up with a show like there's i think it i think the way that we watch shows now uh a mini series makes sense think of podcasts like the ones like a you know a dirty john or those kind of like six part podcast series that you just binge and it's like it's just a new way to to binge content because content is so accessible now so um i'm sure there've been tons of great mini series in the past i just feel like you know uh we just have an embarrassment of riches of them this year. Yeah. I feel like, um, most it's like limited series are the new sort of like cultural juggernauts. You know, it's like what people talk about at work, you know, if we were working in 2020, but most of us are in 2021. Some of us are back in the office anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. but it, it's, it's culturally relevant. Like everyone couldn't shut up about WandaVision and Mayor of Easttown was like this, like cliffhanger, you know, small town murder mystery and the Queen's mm-hmm. Gambit was like something that like you think it's one thing, but it's actually not. And it's actually quite good. And I May Destroy You is kind of like the underground sort of like if you know, you know, sort of thing. Like, right. Uh, and it's it's kind of cool, though. It's yeah, it really and Hamilton. Is. Yeah. And then there, I mean, I know Hamilton is, is just a movie, but like there's just that sense of like even that it's again tying it to these streaming platforms, even that would there be any opportunity for like you know filming live theater and distributing it like this without disney plus i feel like so often it ended up you know on pbs at one o'clock in the morning you know what i mean yeah so it's just uh i don't know it's just there's there's some kind of shift there uh that i feel like limited series are are benefiting from but uh anyway all that being said it's a tough one uh, in terms of this category. I think I figured out how to resolve it for myself. Uh, maybe like I think I between Kate and Michaela, between Kate and Winslet, and Michaela Cole is what it's coming down to. And yeah. I want Michaela to Cole to win, but then I think about Kate Winslet not winning, and then I think about Kate Winslet winning, and I think, oh, but Michaela Cole won't win, and uh, that's where I land. Yeah, I mean that's kind of where. And then Anya Taylor Joy might just like slip in there and take it and then i'll just be right and then fine with that yeah right i guess if like maybe then neither of them wins um you know because i guess the way that i'm kind of like justifying it is like well okay maybe kate doesn't win best actress but then what happens in best supporting actress you know like how are the emmys going to make me feel better about their decisions you know yeah i oh gosh because i'm like thinking of like we said michaela cole's like before we even knew what Mayor of Easttown was, that was that was it for us. Yep, and that's where I had planted my flag. Yeah, yeah, we wanted that, uh, you know, flea bag moment for her. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I I wonder. I I don't know the the writing in the limited series, but I'm imagining she pops up maybe with a nom for that. I think so. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
Well, I hope uh, she gets something. I don't know. But yeah, again, Kate Winslet not getting it. Who knows? Ugh. I know. I know. It's sick to think about it. <laughs> so I think like, well, maybe I'd be okay with Michaela Cole winning Best Actress if one of the Mayor of Easttown ladies won Best Supporting Actress. And maybe Mayor um, of Easttown won Best Limited Series. Right, I don't know. something like that. Or maybe My May Destroy You wins Best Limited Series and Kate yeah. wins Best Actress. Okay. I could get together with that too, that you know? That would be cool. I, I could get together that. with that. I mean, uh, which does kind of, I think, lead us to... Um, well, we'll just briefly mention, because we kind of do an appetizer of men, when it comes to supporting actors in limited series oh, or movies. Oh, it's a great category, yes. It's a great category. So once again, we have Hamilton representation with Jonathan Groff, David Diggs, and Anthony Ramos. Um, I would have liked to see Christopher Jackson there, but I'm yeah, just being picky. Yeah, where... Ugh. Like even over Anthony Ramos, I would. I feel like I think he's just that would having be the in the heights. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's why they put him there because he's yeah, he's hot. Yeah, now. And he's hot, hot right now. <laughs> oh, and and, and uh, Amanda and Jody, if you're listening, he's always hot. There yes, that is bit of the, an that's off the, the mic debate way. about this. He is always hot. Um, and then of course Evan Peters for Mayor of Easttown, which yeah. I think after that that drunk scene, he's so good in that. Like really I don't need is. him to win, but I do love that he was so good in it. Um, I don't know who Thomas Brody Sangster is in The Queen's Gambit because he's not Bill Camp, who I would have thought would have been nominated. He's the guy that's like the pro. Um, he has like I feel like he was in. He's the boy like in Love Actually. Who sits oh. on the bench and falls in love with yeah, and now he's all grown up and has like a little like peach fuzz mustache and wears a trench coat. Oh, and a okay. weird hat. Yeah. Um. Fine. Uh, fine. fine. But I feel it's like a weird one for me. Yeah. Wasn't Bill Camp as the guy who teaches her how to play chess? Wasn't he kind of the one? Yeah, I think he because he slipped in with a SAG nomination. I I don't know how far his you know. Uh, that stretch like I don't know what other like awards he was nominated for but mm. I like him I mean I, I I don't know it's like where else could we I mean put Christopher Jackson in there I don't know right right I mean uh, you know I will say that obviously I was super happy to also see uh, Papa Esiedu for My yes. May Destroy You uh, get in there as well which was like oh and then I remembered he gave he gave such a great performance yeah. I mean he is Kwame, he has such an arc in that show. Like, yeah. that felt, that to me was like, wow, I can't believe you guys noticed that and, like, recognized yes. it. This is great. That makes me excited for to give that show a little momentum, you know what I mean? Like, for people yeah. looking at these nominations, like, oh, I keep seeing I May Destroy You, maybe I should watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, this seems to be, your, people seem to keep liking this. Yes. Um, and, you know, the thing is, I May Destroy You also feels like a show that people do discover later. You know, yes. like that I, I and there is a value to that, to like a show sits and it marinates for a bit, you know, um, and even like I'll probably watch it again in the next year or so. It might even like sit differently a year from now, you know. So, yeah. um, well, in any event, uh, there is unfortunately no I May Destroy You representation in the supporting actress in a limited series or movie category. And that is the only issue i have with this category because i cannot believe the range of nominations we got in this category i'm actually gonna uh, we forgot a category colin 
Outstanding supporting actress in a drama series because we have Anne Dowd and like oh. everyone in The Handmaid's Tale. And I'm sorry to to make you wait a moment longer to discuss that category, wow. but I was I was scrolling up. I was like something something he's having a home alone moment. Well, let that be just a little teaser for the most important category we're going to talk about today. But yes. first, well, we have you salivating supporting actress in a drama series. It's The Crown versus The Handmaids, really. And it, one, yeah. love, one Lovecraft country. <laughs> it's insane. And maybe that's why I skipped over it. Because I was just like, I you again, you girls figure this out. Like, not on my watch, you know? <laughs> Uh, you you figure this out on your own. I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's my take. I did not realize that the writer of uh, Pieces of a Woman, Emerald Fennell, was also promising in young cra- woman. Promising young right. Promising young that's woman. Okay. Oh my god, I yes. Mean, promising. Uh, yes, Pieces of a Promising Young Woman. It's um, like Pretty promising, Little Liars, yeah. Pretty Little Things. Exactly. Yeah, little fires everywhere. One exactly. Of those exactly. Yeah. Big little lies everywhere. Um. Okay, so Emerald Fennell of who wrote Promising Young Woman, I didn't realize that she was in The Crown as well. She was. She plays Camilla, um, oh. the young Camilla. So cool. I I think much like this is very much Anthony Ramos energy. Um, you okay. know, like she's she's fresh off that Oscar. Yep. She's yep. fine in The Crown. I I actually quite liked her. I know we're not supposed to like her. Um, but, um, she has great hair. She has a couple great scenes. She has, she's has some great cigarette acting moments. Um, but I think that there is a little bit of like outside momentum, we'll call it with that. So I was, uh, I wasn't shocked sense. to see it, but I was like, all right, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fair to say that Jillian Anderson's going to win. Like she's won every award possible for this category. Yeah. It would be shocking for her not to win, but I mean, Yvonne Strahovski, Samir White, like the Handmaid's Tale women are, it's tough, but like, how do you, I mean, and, and we have Anne, we have Anne, and then we have Anne. back on the then list. I feel like she hasn't been nominated the past couple years. So like, there's, there's something going on in the Handmaid's Tale. I think season four was like a turning point. And even from what Keon tells me too, like season two was very dark. Season three was like, okay, these women are starting to like fight back a bit and season four is where like it shit went down. So I think there's a lot of momentum there without actually watching it and just kind of hearing what Keon says. I it's in it's, it's, I, I think Jillian Anderson, Jillian Anderson, excuse me as well, but I would love to see any of these women win. Yeah. It's yeah. I I think the handmaid's tale, that's going to be the show that I finally watched in a few years because it's just, uh, you know, uh, it's all women. It, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like it's like yeah. It's everything right? we've we'd ever wanted. It's just the subject matter is so heavy. It's so I heavy. know, I know. Like the carrot on the string is all the women, but then I then I get stuck in the box of misery. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but all anyway. right. But anyway, I think that means that we can now move to the most important. I, unless we want to talk about guest actress in a drama series, but I. No one needs to hear me say I don't have much to say, you know, or a comedy yeah. series for that matter. I think my um, my only other um, things I was going to say real quick. I'm sorry that I keep I keep going here, but no, um, no. For outstanding drama series, I was really excited to see the boys on that list. It's like a superhero sort of action 
drama, maybe a little bit of comedy in there on um, Prime that Keon and I found and watched. And it's actually really great. So that was cool to see that. And I'm glad that Pose finally got nominated. Um, yes. That was cool. And Billy Porter also got nominated too, which I feel like everyone knows by now. But that was cool. And that's all I have to say. All right. Well, we're going to wrap things up. I think we've said everything we need to say this episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Uh, no, there's, this is, you know, we've got to be completists about this. Now, now, can we talk oh, about. Oh, goodness. Now, you know what I realized as I'm looking through guest actress in a comedy series because one of the nominations is Jane Addams and Hacks. Oh, and that yeah. that reminds me yes, that I never please. said on the Getting On episode that we just recorded that Jane Addams is not in Getting On. And I thought, well, if somebody writes in, then I'll respond to it. But nobody's written in about it, so nobody seemed to have cared. But it's not Jane, Jane Addams in, in uh, Getting On. Uh, but it is Jane Addams and Hacks, and she did get nominated for guest actress in a comedy series. Good for Jane, yeah. Uh, as well as Bernadette Peters for Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist and Issa Rae and Yvette Nicole Brown for Black Lady Sketch Show and Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig for SNL. But more importantly, Jane Addams, who was not in Getting On, was nominated for Hacks. <laughs> there we go. Um, there we go. Okay. We ready? We ready for this? Uh, we ready for... I, I'm more a than ready. gift. A gift of nominations. Supporting actress in a limited series or movie. The gayest category, humanly possible, <laughs> now includes Catherine Hahn for WandaVision, Gene Smart for Mare of Easttown, Julianne Nicholson for Mare of Easttown, Moses Ingram for The Queen's Gambit, Renee Elise Goldsberry for Hamilton and Philippa Sue for Hamilton. I didn't know I could have both. <sighs> Neither did I. And I was floored by this. Floored. And I, I, I said this in the text too, but I'm most excited about Moses Ingram. I know mm -hmm. she's not going to win, but Jolene is one of the best characters in the Queen's Gambit. And she comes back later in the season and kills it in a later episode and she's also going to be our lady mcduff yes in that francis mcdormand denzel uh mm -hmm. tragedy of macbeth i think that's what it's called yeah um, yeah so i think that this is like a really great step like sort of just like getting her in the limelight to prepare her for lady mcduff um i see you moses and i'm i'm i was just as excited for moses as i was for all the other women in this category i didn't think that we could have everything that we wished for, and we got it. <laughs> we got all of it. Honestly, I was once we had made the realization or the connection that she's playing Lady Macduff, yes. one of my favorite one-scene queens, I was just as excited. I was like, oh, yes, of course an Emmy nominee would be would be required to play Lady Macduff. Yes. Um, but, you know, I love, I, again, WandaVision, one of the reasons I want to watch it is just to really fully experience the Catherine Hahn of it all. Yeah. I love that nom. You know what? I love the nomination of Catherine Hahn the way I love the nomination of Melissa McCarthy for Bridesmaids. I just love the recognition yeah. of, like, that character, yeah. that performance. I think that's great. Um, getting both Hamilton ladies, I just did not know. I did not know it was possible. I love it. Uh, yeah. I stand by all of my early reasonings of why I think Hamilton is a valid nomination. Sure. Uh, and Philippa Sue gasping at the end is one of the main reasons. Yeah. <laughs> That's how uh, I gasped when I saw yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. Uh, <laughs> and then obviously, you know, Gene and Jules of, of uh. Easttown. This is a tough 
tough category. I cannot pick. I think I think that I feel so strongly still about Lori of Easttown that I'm going to say Julia Nicholson, but it is any one of these ladies could win and be I'd be like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I think it's one of those games to play with, um, you know, Kate Winslet versus Michaela Cole. Like, if Jean doesn't win lead actress for Hacks in a comedy series, could she, could they give her Mayor of Easttown if for some reason Michaela Cole wins? It, there's, it's too much. Yeah. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. But, like, to me, it's like, from what I've been reading... Actually, I haven't looked at Gold Derby in a while, but like it's it was always sort of Catherine Hans to lose, which mm-hmm. I would be fine with. I think my vote is for Julianne Nicholson. If I had a ballot in front of me, it would be that. Yeah, I agree. I I feel like Renee, you got the Tony for it already. Let's you yeah. know. I know you didn't choose the nomination, but like you understand. Uh, Philip, I mean, like. Can you believe it? Neither can I. I can't believe you're here. Uh, <laughs> you know, Moses. Hey, girl. Uh, Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Yes. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you on in the Macbeth movie. where we're yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll campaign for you. I just, you know, honestly, can I like if Gene Smart won, this is awful. I think I'd be just tiny bit disappointed. Because I think if you're gonna nom, if you're gonna award a best supporting actress of Mayor of Easttown, you give it to Julia Nicholson, and you give Gene yeah, a best actress for Hacks. You know, that's that's probably the best scenario. I agree because it's like, like we said before, it's like Gene's who your mom remembers, and it's not that she's yeah. not doing good work. It's I I don't want that to be you know the subtext there. But when you when you see Julia Nicholson. Yeah, it's it's how so... can you not? But I know yeah. people don't think like that. Voters maybe will think like that, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, she's my Ryan, my Ryan, my I, Ryan, my Ryan, my Julianne. I really, uh, I would be so happy if she won. And I think because of that point, exactly that, like, it would be recognition of a kind of performance that I'd be worried that people wouldn't recognize. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so. We'll see, but uh, that is indeed this year for the Emmys. That is the, um, this is the category I care about the most. Oh, yes. I care a lot, really. I care a lot. (laughs) I care a lot. I can't wait for all, like, the memes. Because it really is. This is the gayest category. This is the best category. Everyone, I love all these women. So I'm, I'm... I'm pumped to see it if I had to make, like, I would vote for Julianne, but I feel like it's like the who will win, who should win. It's like Catherine Hahn will win. Julianne should win. Yeah, I'm going to go with that, too. I'm going to say that's, like, whatever happens, that's, I I think that is some truth. Um, Wow. Well, I think that's at least in terms of Emmy nominations, I mean, you know, there's a lot here that maybe we'll talk about off air that might inform some of our next few weeks of viewing. But, you know, I, I want to be an informed viewer. So, I mean, maybe, maybe it means a little bit of WandaVision, a little more Ted Lasso, um, you know, I'm into that. 
who knows? I mean, The Handmaid's Tale and The Crown, I, I'm going to tell it to you straight, listeners. Probably not, probably not going to be on the list. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, okay. So for as much as they are titans of, of nominations, I just... The thing is, it like... If we were to start watching it, it's such a fucking commitment, you know? It's everything it you just said before about, like, making a commitment to a show. So I can't just, like, start watching The Handmaid's Tale now so I can talk about whether Yvonne Strahovski should win. It's like, well, I have to watch four seasons of this show to find out, you know? Yeah. I'm wondering, because I know that the ending of season four was a doozy, and, and like, but a good doozy, like, as far as, like, the women are mm-hmm. taking back, you know... The world. Finally, so yeah. I'm going to ask, I'm going to do some research with Keon and see, like, you know, can you remember? He probably won't remember anyone's name in the show because he can watch four <laughs> seasons of something and <laughs> forget everything. Right. Yeah. Um, ask him to name, like, three Game of, Game of Thrones characters. He can't do it. Um, right. Yeah. Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I will try to see, like, if maybe just if there's some good moments for everyone in that episode, you know, it's a mm. good like smorgasbord of, of women, you know, just to get a taste. I think it would be good. Uh, well, we could also maybe do some time. Sorry. I, no, I fully it, agree. I fully agree. Cause I also don't care about spoilers. Like I don't yes. care about spoilers. Yeah. I'm here for same the acting. at this point. Yeah. We could also, cause I feel like it's a little bit of a standalone episode. We could do that. Aunt Lydia flashback episode from like last season or two seasons ago. I know it's not super current, but like it would give us an entry point to Anne Dowd and to The Handmaid's Tale without having to engage in the whole thing. I'm having like, what is that called when you feel like you've done something, but you've not done it? I swear we did an episode on that. Deja Vu? Yeah, Deja Vu, I guess. Uh, Yeah, I... uh... Did we talk? Did I talk to Amanda about that? I think we assigned. So yeah, I think it was a squirrel friends thing. I can't believe we haven't talked about that. I know. I mean, because okay. my sense okay. is that you don't you don't really need to watch the rest of the show. You just need to kind of know the basics to appreciate that episode. And it's obviously focused on Aunt Lydia. So, well, there we go. Like, it, yeah, like maybe okay. Maybe, uh, we I have a lot of pins I'm putting in things this episode, yes. but. Uh, that one in, in particular would be great just to finally spend some time on The Handmaid's Tale. Um, yeah. I think the Elizabeth Moss episode from this season is like there is a there is a 27 where she ooh. she goes to a 27 where she's yelling at Yvonne Strahovski and it's something. Okay. So, and I saw well, clips of that. So maybe like just kind of picking, you know, some, yeah. some items off the buffet, The Handmaid's Tale buffet. Yeah. No one is telling me I have to eat everything off the buffet. Yes. I'm the only one saying I have to watch four seasons of this before I can watch Elizabeth Moss yell at Yvonne Strahovski. Yes. I could watch that anytime I want. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about this. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, yeah. I think I think you're onto something. Um, I think you're liberating me. Of like, oh, no. We could just pick an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's like Total Request Pod. They don't watch the whole fucking show. They just pick yes. an episode. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, well, I mean, I think I think all that's left to, to talk about this week is uh, finally our BSA of the week, yeah. which, uh, as folks you know familiar with the Best Supporting After Show know, is when we queen out on a performance or an actor, or a food, or a song, or a thing, or anything in our lives. Second, the Best Supporting Actress of our lives. Um, yes. What is your BSA of the week slash nominees. 
Uh, I'm going to whiz through them because they're pretty quick and easy, and then I have a BSA of the week. Um, two of them are food-related, of course. Yum. Um, are you a Buffalo Wild Wings fan, Colin? You know, I have never been, but I know that I would love oh, it. Oh, my. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll save that for another day. But they okay. have a, um, a sauce called Asian Zing. It's the best sauce mm. on the menu. Um, although I did hear that they have an orange chicken sauce now too which i'm very intrigued about i hope that wasn't like a prank i saw on instagram sometimes they do that but um i'll fact check that but um aldi sells a knockoff asian zing sauce and it is giving me everything i need this week keon got it for me as a surprise and i didn't know that they made it um they also do that with girl scout cookies too they have samoas thin mints and tagalongs at aldi they call them something different of course but they taste exactly the same it's dangerous Oh, my um, God. That's great. So Asian Zing. Oh, it's so good. Um, and yeah, and then another food-related thing that I bought, like I think like two grocery trips in a row, it's just a box of vanilla wafers. It was just like perfect, simple. And uh-huh. for some reason, even though I know they're not, they, they feel like they're good for you. <laughs> and I know right. they're not. They're still a cookie. But I feel I like I'm can... on like a diet when I eat it. Yeah. Know? I think you can eat more of them and get sure. away with it because they're a simple cookie. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than a Samoa, but, you know, it's not, you know, <laughs> still right. there's that. Yeah. It's not carrot sticks. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my third thing, and I know you already talked about it um, on All Right, Mary, but I was so excited to see Jessica Wilde on this last episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. I thought she was the perfect lip sync assassin. She looked mm-hmm. amazing. A well-deserved win, even though she didn't win anything. But she won by being there. And, like, good Lord, why is she not on an all-star season? I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was... You made the you made the comparison of like bumping into your babysitter. Uh, yeah, like a couple years later. Yeah, I was right. so thrilled, and I I love her. So Jessica Wild, you are one of my nominees as well, and I will shush while you go with your PSA. Well, oh. I've one nomination, and it's also sort of an update. I have I have come around on oats overnight. <gasps> I oh. kind of love them. And, like, start to look forward to them in the morning. Nice. Uh, for folks who've not kept up with the Best Sporting After Show every week, one of the most pressing topics that have kept everyone on the edge of their seats is um, my recent purchase of Oats Overnight, which is overnight oats, but expensive. And I, uh, at first I wasn't sure. It was a weird texture situation. But I got to tell you, so good. The blueberry one was great. I mean, so good so good uh i don't know what it and it keeps me full and it's healthy and uh i I am i I have daily harvests that i'll be throwing out and i will never order daily harvest again (laughs) but overnight oats overnight i think i'm on board um i i kind of i kind of recommend it if i'm if i have like one of those things like with like um Blue Apron, where you can give someone like, oh, here, yeah, try three. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send you. I'll see if I can get you some free ones. Oh, I would love I, that. You might like it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that's my nominee. Is great. Uh, uh, oats overnight an overnight <laughs> success? Well, not an overnight <laughs> success. It took a few days, but sure. I'm into it now. Yeah. Good. Um. And then my my BSA of the week is very easy. Uh, I realized my BSA of the week is the show Getting On, and just. How much I enjoyed the past three weeks oh, discussing yay. getting on and queening out on it, and just how appropriate it felt for this podcast. Uh, it was everything that we love, and I just, 
it was so fun to like like when I was taking notes for it this week, I was like, oh, I just love that this show is part of my life right now. Yes. So, um, and I just there's so much nuance in it, and I just it was, it was just like the casting, the writing, the stories, the women, the women, the women. It's all women. Um, I just yeah, it 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 feels so good to you know find a pair of shoes that fit so well, you know? Yeah, it feels good. It feels right. And it, it yeah. kind of fell, or like as far as you were remembering it and like kind of pushing for us to do it, it's, I think it's well-timed. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was just what we needed. And uh, yeah, so it, it was a fun Onward. three weeks. I'm glad we did that. Yeah. Um, so what's your BSA of the week? My BSA of the week is also very easy and also a television show, and it's just Ted Lasso. I just loved it. Oh, I yeah. I finished it last night and in the recliner, just, you know, not weeping, but like mm-hmm. a really good, nice cry and just like how beautiful the show was and um, how it sort of wraps up. And I um, uh, actually, I didn't know this until today. Um, but season two starts like on Friday or something like. Oh that. my god! Like, yeah, or June or July twenty third, so which is not Friday. Um, right. But it's it's starting soon, or maybe I'm getting that date wrong, but it's it's coming. So it, it actually works out really well that I finished it um, in time. So yeah. yeah. Oh well. All right. Well, if you're feeling that strongly, I will proceed on. I look forward to eating my words next week about anything yeah. negative I may have said about Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, and you can say, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's okay. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like um, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have covered so much yes. uh, today in the Best Morning After Show. Is there anything else before um, before I give you your purse? Uh, no, I can't wait for the Emmys. Let's, yeah. Let's when are the now. Emmys? Do you know uh, when they I are? Uh, I know. Why? Twenty third, which is my yeah. mom's birthday, oh, <laughs> somewhere around there. Debbie, they, I yeah. think I just I made up that date though. So um, it, it's September nineteenth. Yeah. There we go. Around my yeah, mom's so birthday. It's, it's an early birthday present yeah. for. She's turning uh, sixty this year. We're gonna have a big bash. Oh, nice. All right. Well, Deb, this one's for you. Yes. And uh, anyway, I've got my purse. I Let's see get you clutching yours. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>